welcome back to Dropped In. I am so grateful to be here with you today. Before we drop in and dive deep, I want to preface a trigger warning. So today's conversation, I will be discussing some topics that might be heavy for some. I talk about anxiety, depression, suicidal ideation, and eating disorders. So if you want to drop out from today's episode, I wanted to offer you fair warning in advance. And so I'm dropping in today with you. I'm dropping in deep and I am sharing some very intimate details of my journey of my life and my experiences that have brought me to where I am today. So growing up, I was highly intuitive. I was highly empathic. I still am. And I was dropped in at a very young age. And some events happened at a very young age where my innocence was taken from me. And I learned as a result from this experience and these experiences to really disconnect and dissociate from my physical body. It didn't feel safe for me to be in my body. It didn't feel safe for me to be dropped in, if you will. And so I learned these techniques to protect myself at a very young age. And as a result, I really learned to live in the space of non-reality, if you will. Because it didn't feel safe for me to be in my body, because it didn't feel safe for me to feel all the things that I felt, I learned to numb out at a very young age. And so the more that I learned to numb out from the environment that I was brought up in, we weren't taught how to process our emotions. We weren't taught how to feel and express our emotions. However, what was modeled to me was to really numb out and not feel. And so the environment that I was raised in was one of a lot of alcohol abuse. And there was a lot of emotional eating, if you will. Um, And I remember seeing my family constantly on all these diets. So food was a huge space holder in our house. And it was a way to disconnect, to avoid, to numb out, and to not express ourselves, as well as alcohol. And so growing up, I learned um, that food became one of my best friends. (laughs) It was a way for me to not feel what I was feeling, not feel the inner turmoil, the heaviness, the overwhelm, the desire to not be here. And so I easily and effortlessly turned to food as a coping mechanism to not feel what 
was really going on in my internal environment. And because my external environment was equally dysfunctional and equally overwhelming and overpowering and overbearing and all the things, I learned to go to food as a result to find some sort of certainty in my life because everything else felt uncertain. And so as human beings, we crave certainty. As human beings, we also crave uncertainty. But we do crave certainty because it is some form of normality. It's a way for us to somehow control our environments and to find some form of, again, normality. And so I learned to turn to food at a very young age. And the more that I turned to food, the more I had this desire and this learning to go to this place of either binge eating or complete starvation. So it was the full pendulum. So either complete binge and then complete starvation. And then I remember listening to something or learning about something somehow about bulimia. And I somehow came into this pattern of the binge purge cycle of which lasted for 18 years. And when I opened up, I remember I was in nursing school and I had just graduated and all the while I was in active addiction with my eating disorder and I remember my dad coming down into my room and just asking me like, why are you not applying for work? You've graduated, you've completed, you know, with flying colors, like, why are you not applying for work? And I remember just completely breaking down and just saying, I can't help anyone until I help myself. And my whole family had no idea whether they did or didn't, I don't know, but they had no idea. And so I opened up and I shared all of it. And it was so hard to do because for any, any form of addiction, it's very secret uh, written. It's very, um, yeah, it's very secretive. And especially with eating disorders, uh, it is something, you know, it, not to take away the severity of alcohol and drugs, but you can't live without food. So really learning how to retrain yourself to learn how to eat food and, and how to nourish your body properly and how to nourish your inner child and how to heal through all of the shit that led up to this place of finally acknowledging that I can't help anyone until I help myself was like this overwhelming amount of emotions as you can imagine of which i never learned how to feel or how to express properly or effectively and so when i opened up we went to a counselor 
And knowing what I know now, after all of my training and all of the skill sets that I have acquired throughout my years, I know that this person had great boundaries because it was out of their scope of practice. But when I went to this counselor and I opened up and shared about all of the things related to my, to the eating disorder, he essentially said, I'm sorry, this is out of my scope of practice. I can't help you. And so for someone who wasn't able to understand or comprehend because really just finally coming out of the closet and then immediately feeling like I was getting rejected and also on a subconscious level felt like I was too much, you can imagine what that did for the eating disorder. And so I was then referred to an eating disorder clinic in Vancouver, of which at the time I believe only had 11 beds. So when I went to this eating disorder clinic, my case was not severe enough. Meaning from a medical standpoint, I wasn't at risk in comparison to the other individuals that needed the help. And I wasn't, in my interpretation, skinny enough. So then on a subconscious level, I interpreted that as I am not enough. And you can imagine what that did for the addictive behavior within the eating disorder. Things really became out of control. The eating disorder got worse and it really just completely took over my life. I then went into other ways of trying to overcome the eating disorder personally. Um, and when I stopped the binge purge pattern, I then went into cross addiction. So I found myself really numbing out through alcohol, through drugs, through shopping, anything and everything that could get myself out of my body because it didn't feel safe for me to be here. And so we went to the doctor and my doctor prescribed antidepressants. Now I want to preface here a very important part of this. I was a nurse for close to 20 years. I understand the importance of medication. I understand the importance of all the things that I'm sharing about today. And so I'm not taken away from the importance of individuals being on medication if needed. With that being said, my doctor put me on antidepressants and I was displaying severe anxiety. I was displaying severe depression and the eating disorder had completely taken over. And so I was prescribed this medication and I just remember it just wasn't resonating for me. It just something, something just didn't feel right. Intuitively, going back to the younger version of myself who was really tapped in, dropped in, really in the space of a deep inner knowingness, I knew I had to get to the root cause as to why I had the eating disorder, why I was having these symptoms of depression and anxiety. However, I kept going back to the doctor because my symptoms were not improving. In fact, they were getting worse. And I kept going back and she kept increasing the dose, 
kept increasing the dose so much so that Megan was no longer in the building. I was completely disconnected. I was, it was as though I was wearing this mask, like Megan was no longer in the building. And so thank goodness that little glimmer of hope, my intuition that dropped in the little girl who was so innocent before the innocence was taken away from her was able to come through and whisper to me like I had to get to the root cause, you know, all of these things that I am going to are perhaps supporting me in the moment, very temporarily, actually causing adverse reactions. I had to get to the root. And I'm so grateful for that little girl inside me. I'm so grateful for that inner guidance, my inner voice, and my ability to somehow hear her. And so leaning into this guidance and trusting her, I had to get off this medication. And so I went on this taper for about eight weeks because the amount of withdrawal that I was experiencing from this medication was unbelievable. I was experiencing these electric shocks, these electric zaps as the medication was slowly tapered. And it was just this most horrific experience. And so finally coming off this medication, I was able to find some sort of normality, whatever that was, because as I shared, I was so disconnected at a very young age and I was so dissociated and somehow was still able to tap into my inner knowingness, my inner child, my divine guidance, divine teacher. And so I started to seek out alternative methods of healing. Again, I am not taken away from medication. I'm not taken away from talk therapy. However, I knew that these were temporary fixes and I needed to get to the root cause. And so I began to work with the subconscious mind. I began to work with the embodiment practices, the somatic healing work. And I began to work in the space of what I call now energetic mastery. All of this has been divinely guided into my life. And I started working with trusted hypnotherapists, which created significant lasting change for me. I started going to yoga and meditation, which was a huge catalyst for me because I was able to reconnect with my body. I was able to create a deep sense of safety within myself and really connect deeply with my breath. And then Kundalini Yoga came into my life. And not only was it this beautiful practice of embodiment and clearing out the garbage from the subconscious mind, 
it allowed me to really work from the ground up, from the bottom up, as opposed to the top down. And what I mean by that is that our bodies hold on to the trauma. Our body holds on to the events and experiences and works as a protection from getting reactivated. So our body keeps the score, our body holds on to this energy, it holds on to these events, it holds on to these experiences, it holds on to these emotions. And if we aren't in a regulated state, we are constantly living in this fight, flight, freeze, fawn state of which I was. And so when Kundalini Yoga came into my life, it was so profound because I was able to clear out this garbage from my subconscious mind. I was able to release the stored trauma that my body had been holding onto as a way of trying to protect myself. And I was able to master my energy and my emotions through the power of this potent technology and practice. And through the work within working with my subconscious mind, within working with the hypnotherapist, within working with my coaches who are trained in neurolinguistic programming, through working with somatic practitioners, through working with the somatics of Kundalini Yoga, this has allowed me to get to the root cause as to why I had this eating disorder and why I had this anxiety and this depression. And it has supported me in moving beyond it. So this coming June, I will be 10 years free from the eating disorder. Never in a million years did I ever think that I would be able to say that. You know, as my younger self, I envisioned getting married and having kids and I and I would romanticize about myself with this eating disorder in this beautiful vision of my new family. That's how much power it had over me. It ha I'm not going to go into the details of how much power it had over me, but it 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 overruled my life. It overtook my life. It overtook Megan. Megan, yes, you know, the the medications and such, you know, took me out of out of the building, but so did the eating disorder. So much so that, you know, yeah, I, I, I couldn't look at myself in the mirror. I got ready in the dark. I would be intimate in the dark. I, I couldn't look at myself in the eyes. Any picture that was taken of me, I would delete it. I would rip it up, which is so sad because, you know, I would love to reflect back on these younger years, but there's so many things that I just wanted to erase and not I didn't want to acknowledge, I didn't want to see, I didn't want to feel, I didn't want to experience anything. And so this is the power of trusting your inner guidance. This is the power of having the courage as scary as it is to run towards these shadowy parts. It, these are all symptoms that I was experiencing. And as a result from the experience that I had at a very young age, and then other experiences that compiled on top of that, on top of that, on top of that, that led me to be in that space of feeling so disconnected and so dis dissociated for so many years. 
And here I am, 10 years later, free from the eating disorder. I got to the root cause and I healed it at a deep subconscious level. I was able to support myself through the embodiment practices, through the embodied self-awareness, through the energetic mastery, no longer living with depression, no longer living with anxiety. And whenever anxiety comes up, because it does, I have the tools in place to support myself in working through it, in feeling through it, in my body, with my breath. So this is the power of the subconscious mind. This is the, the power of nervous system regulation. This is the power of somatic healing. This is the power of embodiment work and embodiment practices. This is the power of mastering your energy. If I didn't have the courage, I don't think I'd be here today. It felt so dark, so lonely, I felt like a complete alien. As I shared, I didn't feel like I was enough. I felt like I was too much. It, it, it just played this crazy, crazy way of living for me for so long that I never in a million, million years thought I would ever get out from it. It was a ball and chain it was something that i was married to it was my confidant it was something that i could depend on and what's so beautiful to say today and to share with you today is that i am my confidant i am my best friend i love me unconditionally not only am I able to look at myself in the mirror today, I'm able to dance naked in front of the mirror. I'm able to own and honor and acknowledge all parts of myself, especially those parts that I tried to tuck away for safekeeping. I tried to hide from, I tried to numb away from, I tried to run away from. And so there's so much power in running towards these shadowy parts. And what's beautiful about all of the work that I just shared is that you don't have to relive anything. Through the subconscious work, I not once did I ever have to relive any of the trauma. I still don't remember or recall abundance of events that happened in my life, but I was able to heal through it on a deep subconscious level. Through the somatics and embodiment work that I'm trained in and that I implement into and integrate into my life it has allowed me to completely be dropped in and have this regulated nervous system to have the tools in place to continue to get myself back into the state of regulation if ever i feel activated or triggered and the energetic mastery has just allowed me to really come into the space of owning and honoring my internal and external environment, to have the tools in place to release what isn't serving me on a deep emotional and energetic level 
and to move through these big emotions and to process them and to feel them and then through healing through them. So if you are struggling with anything in your life and you know that there's meant, there's, you're meant for more, you're meant to experience more in your life, you're meant to move beyond this, please know that there's help. Please know that you're not alone. Please know that there is so many methods of healing and tools in place in today's day and age that can help you get to the root cause and to move beyond it. I love you. I see you. I believe in you. And please know that you are not alone and the healing is available for you. Until next time, I'll see you on Dropped In. Thank you so much for dropping in with me today. If you loved this episode, I would be forever grateful if you rated and reviewed. And if you feel called to share it with your community on social media, please tag me so I can thank you personally. Until next time, I will see you on Dropped In.